Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GoreCon, which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out big news. With us today, glad to have him back, Scott Burton, CEO of Fans Unite Entertainment, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol Fans, and for our friends in the U.S., Fun FF. Uh, now, for those of you new to the story, let's talk a little bit about the fact about the industry that Fans Unite is in. First of all, uh, the global online gambling market. Uh, is set to hit a trillion dollars by the end of this decade. And that growth is coming from a couple of new drivers. One, the number of countries and jurisdictions that are legalizing gambling. They want that tax money. Uh, And the other part is the explosive growth in gambling options beyond casinos and sports betting. And that's where fans is partly so powerful. Until recently, however, small cap investors just didn't really have a ground floor opportunity uh, or exposure to participate in this massive market and the growth that's come over the next 10 years. That's because the industry has been dominated by the big traditional gambling companies. Uh, but that's all set to change with fans unite. Uh, we're calling the small cap iGaming super, super company because they're going beyond simple gambling and attacking both sides of the iGaming market. We'll talk about that. B2C, that's what you all know. You know, you go to George's Gambling Emporium.com. That's where, and, and, and that's B2C. B2B is where Fans Unite actually powers uh, gambling sites with their data and their feeds. And we'll talk about that. Uh, this company came together recently. That's why a lot of you may still not be familiar with it. Uh, they acquired, Fans Unite acquired Ascot Entertainment, a $27 million acquisition that brings $350 million in total bets, over 300,000 registered users. Uh, they're integrated with over 6,000 casino games, uh, and they had a $5 million financing close in support of the acquisition. Today's press release, Fans Unite enters partnership with global gaming leader Pinnacle Solutions. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Thanks. Uh, good to be back. Hey, this is big news, but keep in mind a lot of people at home still don't know this because you know, you're you're the first company that's really bringing you know, the iGaming world to them. Uh, Pinnacle, first of all, who are they? And what does the partnership mean to your business? Yeah, so Pinnacle is um, probably one of the biggest brands in, uh, in sports betting, online sports betting in the world. Um, so anybody who's familiar with the, as you mentioned, the B2C space uh, would definitely know who Pinnacle is. Um, they're very well known for having the, uh, the best odds, uh, taking sort of all action that comes their way. And, um, and they have been a leader in, uh, in offering esports. Uh, so, so what it does for us is uh, specifically for our B2B platform. So we have the, the Chameleon Gaming platform, which allows us to license uh, gaming licenses and operating sites uh, to anybody who wants to operate their own gambling brand. Uh, gives us the access uh, to the pinnacle data, the risk management, and the trading uh, for esports specifically. Um, now, you know, question but- there, just to interject. But isn't all data just data at the end of the day is what's so important about the, about this data? Yeah, no, uh, good question. So, so no, no, all data isn't all, you know, all the same. Um, and that's, that's one of the key things of, of this partnership for us is recognizing this space. So in the esports world, um, it's growing quite fast in terms of betting online. Uh, it's going to be one of the biggest, you know, parts of an online gambling operation in the future. Um, but one of the concerns has been um, making money. 
And so if you're offering odds on uh, sports or anything, right. you have to be pretty sharp. So you have to be able to uh, understand the activity, the action, and manage that in a way that uh, the sports book comes out and, and makes their margin over time. Um, pretty difficult to do in an emerging space with a lot of changes and rapid changes. Uh, so Pinnacle is, is really one of the few that uh, consistently can go out and trade on these markets uh, and, and make significant money. Um, and so we take away a big concern of our partners who are looking to get into esports. Um, you know, it's one of the last big hurdles of, of some of the deals that we're, you know, we're looking to do with our operator is, yeah, we get it. Uh, we know the demographic, you know, we understand that this is 18 to 30 year olds. We want them on our site and they're just not coming. Um, we get that esports is a way to do that, but we don't want to lose money. Um, and so we've had some other ways to, to you know, alleviate those fears through our parimutuel pool style betting. So that's where the, the sportsbook doesn't take risks. So we already do our own in-play products. So uh, people can watch a live stream and bet in-play. Um, the sportsbook isn't taking any risk because it's pool style. So we just take a percentage of the pot, similar to like a poker style rake. Um, but really the last big hurdle was getting through this fixed odds sports esports betting in a way that operators can make money. So now uh, with us being the first ones with the ability to offer this in a B2B platform, um, so people know they can go bet on it on Pinnacle, but now our partners uh, can turn it on. And it, it really speaks also to the, the flexibility of the platform that we built in from the beginning is going back to the original question is, you know, not all data is the same. So our platform, we have the ability to take data from really uh, endless amounts of providers. So we can break it down by a data provider at uh, a game level. So, you know, there's, there's three games that make up the majority of uh, esports betting right now. League of Legends, Dota 2. Um, we may find somebody does a direct data deal with... Um, you know, Riot, and we can get access to Riot data through that partner. So specifically for League of Legends, we could turn on one data partner and use Pinnacle for everything else. Um, so we can give that option to our uh, partners on which data feeds they want, um, but also what comes along with the Pinnacle is they also have uh, an agreement with a group called Grid Esports. And Grid Esports is actually making the um, exclusive data arrangements with some of the publishers, uh, with some of the tournament organizers. So what that gets uh, grid is the direct data from the server. So it's 100% accurate. Powerful. And it's really what we're trying to do is keep people on site. So time on site uh, is huge. And so that ability, um, you know, as opposed to traditional fixed odds sports betting where you'll go in and place a bet for the football game coming up Sunday, you might place that today, tomorrow, and then go back and check. Um, you'll go on the site and watch the match on the site. So you'll sit you there. might even do some additional betting while you're there, in-game and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's when we can layer in our in-play. So we can then flip you over to our pool-style in-play betting. But also we're bringing in our mini games, which are random number-generated games. So casino-style games. So if there's a lull in the action in between matches, uh, you can hop Half over to time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, what, I, what I really find powerful about what you guys are doing, because I want to refer to a quote here, is so I figure I'm George's uh, gambling emporium and I'm a B2B customer of yours, right? So I've got 10,000 gamblers, but I'm a, you know, you're, you've set me up with the license, the infrastructure and all of this. So I would think that you obviously make money from licensing the software and so on and so forth. But what I really like is the quote and I didn't realize this. I'm going to quote you here where you said, 
In addition, we generate additional income as our partners grow, as we share in a percentage of the net gaming revenue, giving us unlimited upside revenue potential. Man, that's a fantastic kicker. I would have thought, okay, you yeah. license, you know, I'm George's gambling emporium. I pay a license and all the fees necessary to, you know, get, get the whole setup from you and then we're done. But you're actually taking as George's gambling emporium grows and grows in 2020, 2021, 2025, fans actually taken a small piece of that growth. Explain how explosive that could be and, and what your hopes are for that. <sighs> Yeah, that's really the sort of blue sky, what we're doing. And, and it, it, you know, it, you know, it aligns all the incentives of both parties. So we're, that's why we go out and try and do deals like the Pinnacle one to consistently bring the best products into the platform and allow our partners to, to make more and more money and access things because we all benefit as they grow. So, you know, for a company of our size, um, it can be massive. So, you know, we get one or two of the right partners and that's, that's break even business for us. Like our entire company can break even on one, one big partner deal. So, so that's why we want to add more and more uh, revenue streams to the platform for both of us. So adding the, as you mentioned earlier, you know, a platform that opens up 6,000 new casino games in addition to the games we're building. Um, uh, we just don't want any exit points for, for the customers. And so, uh, with the Fans Unite merge with Ascot, um, it just brought the two parts together in terms of traditional sports and esports. Um, you're not going to find a, a major operator right now that doesn't have an esports product. Um, so we also want to introduce some sports onto the platform this year again because esports fans are still sports fans as well. So we now have a, a way to get those users onto a site. Um, we don't want them to leave to bet on, you know, the Champions League soccer or something. So. We're, we're adding that as well. So there's really going to be no reason for any any user to, to leave the platform, uh, you know, once we got everything incorporated. Man, when you talk about duplicating the experience of a real casino, you really are. Because the biggest problem we all have in real casinos, if for everyone who's been to a Vegas casino, is once you're in, you don't know how to leave. <laughs> you go that way, you know, there there's some gaming tables. You go the other yeah. way, there's there's slot machines. You go that yeah. way, a poker room, but you can never find the way out. So I guess you're doing no. that experience <laughs> online. There's very few windows and exit signs, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, let's talk about because a lot of this is easy. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned this, if we if we touched on this, but just to finish off that point, um, you're not just one of many that's now taking the pinnacle, the, this esports feed. Uh, you're the first, right? Because uh, it's a, it's a, it's exciting to be the first to offer pinnacle solution service, and we're honored they chose to work with us. So, does that also give you a leg up because you can now go out and contact, you know, your current clients and 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 other B two B customers, potential B two B customers, say, hey, we're the first one to have this. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big selling feature. So we're the first B2B platform that, you know, that's had the ability to resell. Um, you know, we got to work qu quite closely in, in the process. Um, so in, in terms of, you know, how the product looks and, and what we need and what a B2B partner needs for this. So, so we're excited about that. And um, yeah, it's definitely a, a very good entry point into any discussion. And I know the announcement has people contacting us um, wanting. Um, so it's a, it's a huge deal for us. And I think also, um, you know, we started this off, you mentioned a lot of people don't know who we are. It's a fairly new transaction of the Fans Unite NASCAR merger. Um, but I think you can look at um, some of the announcements we recently did around Gameco um, in the U.S. And, and now this Pinnacle one. 
And I think you can sort of judge a, an earlier stage company like ourselves by who, who we are aligned with and who wants to work with us. Um, so it's, it's really part of that too, by having some of these names next to us that we can go out and say, you know, these, these companies kind of trust us with their product and, and wanted to work with us. Um, it, it helps a lot uh, in, in getting some credibility out in the industry. Esports is still relatively new. I mean, you and I have been living and breathing this, especially you even longer than me, but we've been living and breathing this. It's still a new concept for a lot of people at home. How explosive, explosive has the growth of esports? I mean, it's already, it already had explosive growth, but during the, during the pandemic, how's that translated uh, into more B2B business for you? Yeah, the, the interest has picked up. So a lot of people realized, um, you know, that they, if, if they weren't paying attention to before, they needed to have it and they needed to try and do it quickly. Um, they needed to do it in a way that was sort of authentic to, uh, to the users. And, and I think what a lot of uh, traditional sports book realized that the way they were trying to offer esports was, was not an authentic experience. It wasn't doing the job of attracting. Um, so we've had a, a lot more interest coming. We're working on some new agreements now. Um, but in terms of some of the, the numbers that happened, if you look at, um, you know, I saw some numbers come out of UK sports books around the, the pandemic and the, the March over March increase in, in markets offered. So the amount of events that they were offering markets on for esports went up 4,000% March 2019 to March 2020. Um, you look at the betting revenue in the UK, they, they reported, um, you know, from the re research report I saw around UK revenue was up 3000% on, uh, on esports activity, uh, March over March again, just cause lack of sports, but, um, that's going to stick. Some of that's going to stick. So I think before this, we were talking that it was already reaching four or 5% of a, of a sportsbook's revenue is becoming esports, which is still a pretty good sized number when you consider the, the size of just the UK, you know, online sports betting market. That's quickly going to get to 10%, I think. So that's going to more than double in, in the coming years. And then you look at, um, as you mentioned, as places open up. So the U.S. is just, just barely getting started. Um, so I think there's only, um, you know, 23 states that have now regulated online sports betting or, or are allowing it to be regulated. Of that, I think you've only had nine states so far make decisions on esports and say it's okay. So, so it's, it's coming. It's a bit slow in the U.S., but just, you know, you can just think about that when all 50 states are, are legal and esports is part of that because it's, it's not, it's not an if, it'll be a when, like that, that is coming. Yeah, this is just the beginning, and let's not forget, and then we'll hop onto the B2C side, but let's not forget for everyone at home, uh, with every passing day, you literally have young esports fans, because you know the 50% the of, of young people are choosing esports over traditional sports. That was from the Mary Meeker report a couple of years ago. So as they get to that age when they can start gambling, they're more likely going to be watching it and gambling on esports. So your esports market is growing literally every single day. So it's going to yeah. grow for the next 20 years, guys, for everyone at home. In my opinion, it's just, it's just the way it is. Don't fight it. Just go with the trend. It's going to grow for yeah. the next 20 years. Um, hey, let's talk about the B2C side. Uh, you put out some pretty impressive numbers from McBookie, uh, specifically year over year, for the months of July and August, up 108% from 3 million to 6.3 million. Uh, that's on turnover. Uh, yeah. And that results in some pretty good numbers as far as your revenue, your gross gaming revenue and, you know, and your margin. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's really, I guess, exciting for us too, is just to see the growth of McBookie. And, um, you know, you may not have thought it going in because McBookie was, is a sports book, very, very, you know, sports, 
book oriented um, and with the lack of sports during the pandemic to see the growth uh, was excellent. So, you know, yeah, as I mentioned, 108 um, percent and some pretty good uh, revenue numbers coming out of there. Um, so what it did actually allow them to do. Um, you know, one of the benefits of the, the downtime in sports is make bookie added um, virtuals to the, the offering. So I think that was in about March, uh, March, April, they added virtual sports betting. So that's uh, for people who don't know, um, that's run by a random number generator. So it's the same engine that's going to power online poker, online um, blackjack or any of those games, slot machines. And it just powers a simulated sporting event. So it can be horse racing, it can be dog racing, it can be soccer, it can be car racing. Um, they added a full suite of virtual product to bet on, um, which again saw in the hundreds or thousands increase percentage-wise in terms of activity during the pandemic. So they got in a really good um, uh, product for that, and then they also added live casino, so live dealer. Um, so they already had a casino product, but in, in a number of markets, uh, live dealer is is probably the most popular, uh, where you actually see a, a dealer live in front of you. Yeah, I'm hearing um, about that. Yeah, so that's a big deal as well. So, so we saw some good pickup there. So the the nice thing again is those are new customers, a lot of them too. So, um, you know, customers that they weren't necessarily targeting uh, before because they were very heavy to soccer or horse racing. Uh, it allowed them to capture a whole a whole bunch of new users um, that, that aren't going away. So now that sports are coming back, we're seeing um, you know continued growth in those sort of ranges uh, month over month. Um, with especially soccer. So with the English Premier League, you know, into its fourth week now, I think, in the Scottish Premier League, um, international soccer break coming up. So um, lots of big growth there. And they just added another new product last week, which um, we should see a very good impact on growth margin. Uh, it's called Bet Builder. So what it allows you to do is um, build uh, multiple bets on one sporting match. So within a soccer game, you can build your own bet. So you can say in this soccer game, uh, I think Messi's going to score. I think there's going to be 10 corners and one red card. And I love it. And that's why iGaming is, is exploding, right? It's, it's just so many great fun options for people. I, I got to tell you, I'm not a big sports gambler. The idea of just putting a bet on Dallas Cowboys and my favorite NFL team. The idea of just putting down a bet a week before on the Cowboys versus the Giants doesn't really excite me. Didn't you? But if you tell me now I can get to the point where, you know, I could be watching a Dallas Cowboys game because I love to be opinionated, as you could probably tell. And uh, I'd love to be able to say, all right, we're going to score more than 20 points and we're going to rush for more than 100 yards and we're going to have a couple of I, – I would love that. That makes it fun right and uh and you're not just betting on the outcome you're betting on you uh predicting events i, I love things like yeah. that yeah no anything we do the games we're doing too it gives um you know our, our casino style games that we're building or esports video game themes but um giving the user a, a sense of, of some controller or yeah. some uh you know some some of their own knowledge has to go in there um it creates great social content too so the ability then to share those things uh on twitter or um, on Instagram, you know, create your bet, show it to your fans, your followers, or, or your friends, um, have other people come in and try and, you know, build a better bet than you did. Um, so it's got a lot of potential, but it also creates quite a bit of a higher margin for us on the sports book. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot less risk, obviously, at the yeah. same time. Uh, let's have a quick, a couple of quick status updates so we don't go too far. Yeah. Last time we spoke, you mentioned you're uh, into the development 
of your own casino style, casino style games. How's that coming along? Yeah, it's great. Um, so we've got, uh, you know, we have this division called Ascot Games, and that's the, the whole intent of that is to build out these games. Uh, the idea is that they're focused on this same gamer demographic that we talked about that's massive and growing. So they do have video game look and feel, uh, esports themes. Um, like I said, some sense of, of skill in, in some of them. Um, other ones just look like a video game. So we've got our first two games are completely done. These are all uh, owned 100% by us, all the IP and everything proprietary games. Um, we're ramping up the speed to which we produce. So the next two should be out uh, in the next four weeks. Uh, we will be launching uh, a new site dedicated to those games. So these games, um, there's, you know, the nice things about these is they will be put into our platform. So one, it's uh, another revenue stream for us and our partners. Um, but we also sell them or starting to sell them into casino game aggregators. So uh, most sports books will, uh, when you go to their casino, uh, you'll see hundreds or thousands potentially, but hundreds of options of games to play. Sure. Uh, they're usually pulling from an aggregator. So it's one integration with a partner that gives them access to content from all the biggest providers like micro gaming and um, scientific games. So we will now be able to put our games into those aggregators as well. Uh, so we just do, you know, one partnership integration with an aggregator puts us into hundred or thousand sports books and online casinos. Um, so we're working on our first partnerships now, um, uh, but that just gets our games distributed to hundreds or thousands of online casinos and sports books. Unbelievable. Um, and then we again share in the, the revenue and all those deals. Um, licensing is obviously very, very important in, uh, in your business. So uh, you got an update on your gaming licenses and how that's going? Yeah, so we um, we currently offer some through partnerships in, in Curacao. We um, we're just we're done all the work in Malta, so we're getting two Malta gaming licenses. Um, the only delay has been with the the merge of the two companies. So as Ascot, uh, we were done the process. Um, right. Once you change control, there's a lot of uh, corporate due diligence. So we just uh, finished up all the new paperwork required for sort of the change. The fans unite. So um, we're expecting before the end of this month, we'll be uh, have our two licenses there. Um, that's Damn, that's fast. That's great. Yeah, and it's um, it gives us two two licenses. So one, a direct to consumer, which allows us to um, sub license, so have other people operate brands underneath our license, and then a critical software supply license, which then allows us to sell our platform to uh, other operators that are licensed in the EU. Uh, Malta is a top tier jurisdiction. It was the first EU country to uh, start gaming licenses back in 2000. Um, opens up 150 countries uh, when you're there. Um, so it's a big one. And then um, we've, we've just initiated the process on a UK license as well. So the UK DC is considered, you know, the gold standard sure. uh, up the UK. So uh, we're in that process now, you know, we'll update that as we go. Um, but yeah, you know, with those two and the, the other option we have, um, we have, you know, great license coverage around yeah, the world. What, basically, do you, do you have an ETA yet on the UK? Because I know it's a big one, but it takes a long time. But ballpark but i'm not holding you to a date but yeah. is it end of 2020 first quarter 2021 how does that ballparkish look yeah ballparkish uh q1 2021 um yeah, that makes sense. they we, we've been through the license process a number of times with a number of jurisdictions and um you can you can add 50 percent to their estimates so that's that's taking theirs and adding uh you know 50 percent to the, the time <laughs> and lastly 
Vamos, GG, uh, launched that. Li I tried to actually get to it, but I guess Vamos, it's a Spanish. Is it Spanish? And yeah, I, can't, so I guess yeah. not available in Canada because I, I got some message on yeah. top and the screen blurred out, which I'm <laughs> presuming is we can't take bets from you in yeah. Canada. That's what I figure it was. How's that yeah, going? So um, that goes back to licensing. So there's some great things happening in the Canadian market that are very exciting for us. Um, so in our platforms, uh, we don't uh, we don't offer anything into Canada or the U.S. right now. Um, you know that that will change in the future, likely. But so Vamos is uh, is a brand that got launched to focus on Latin America, um, primarily actually in Brazil. So it's uh, it's um, it was localized. Uh, so the you know with Chameleon, our gaming platform. Uh, we can localize very quickly and get sites up. So um, the group that's marketing it wanted to go into specifically Brazil. Um, Brazil is a huge esports market, um, very good esports following there. So it, it made a lot of sense to do that. And anytime you can really like hyper localize a site, your your conversion rates go up significantly. So not just language, but mostly around payment options. So if you right. can have a team that's focused on one market like that. It's really what our B2B platform allows you to do. So, you know, from a licensing perspective, an operational perspective to, to say you want to start a gambling company and just focus on a country um, is pretty challenging. Um, but when you come to us and you don't need to pay for your, you know, we're, we're essentially covering most of the cost of licensing, hosting, uh, all the payment processing setup, and you're really just trying to be the marketing and the customer acquisition. Uh, that's, what our, that's what our platform allows people to do. Man, I got to tell you, every time we talk, that's it for the questions I'm going to add in. Every time we talk, I feel like energized to go to go launch a Gorecom casino <laughs> with you. It just feels like it's all there. More importantly, though, it, 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 it always comes through, Scott, that you guys are moving at light speed. And it, when, you, when it comes to esports and iGaming, all these new things, you got to move at light speed. Sure. Uh, so it certainly feels like it. And this pinnacle partnership, you know, thumbs up on that because that's not easy. You're the first, and uh, and that speaks volumes, I think, as far as third party validation goes as to what you guys are doing over at Fans Unite. Yeah, very good. Thank you, and uh, yeah, can't wait to be back soon for our, our next update. It sure seems like it with so much yeah. going on. It'll be soon. <laughs> hey, we'll have you back ten times. Keep doing this because we're you know we were the first on the uh, on the marketing investor relations side to hit with esports back in late 2016 people thought we were insane didn't even understand the whole concept and now look where it is and it still is at the beginning stages so yeah i want to have you back you know 20 times next in the next 12 months Great. thanks for joining us scott congratulations buddy thanks george you've been watching scott burton ceo of fans unite entertainment the company trades on the c csc on the stock symbol Fans, F-A-N-S, and for our friends in the U.S., F-U-N-F-F, Fun F-F. Man, you've, you've watched what Scott had to say, or if you've been tuning in by podcast, you've heard what he's had to say. Uh, do your due diligence if, if you haven't already started. Get to Agoracom. You know, there's a lot here. We understand for a lot of you, a lot of these are new concepts. Don't worry about it. Get to Agoracom. Get to the Fans Unite hub. Take a look at the profile section. It's all really nicely broken down layman's you know layman's concepts so you can really get the overall concept and then do your deep dive by going to the uh, by, by going to the fans website and uh re-watching interviews like this so don't say we didn't tell you so we're massive forts we're massive fans of esports and fans unite is the small cap iGaming super company and uh and you got to have them on your radar list 
if not more. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.